0: How is it going Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today we are back making our week six picks and predictions in Bears versus Panthers. Welcome back to our week six pregame show. We're going to be running through everything you guys need to know for Bears versus Panthers and making our predictions at the end. So be sure to stay tuned to this one. I am your host Chris Malpe, and today to make my picks for this week six matchup, the Bears have an opportunity to move to five. 5-1 in. I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Par Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it
1: going, guys? Doing pretty good. Just got some work done, you know, and now recording another Bears video for you guys.
2: Yeah, same here. Um, school. I just got down with school around 30 minutes ago, so just prepare to, to talk some Bears football. That's about it.
0: Let's hop right into it. If you guys don't know how our pregame show works, we basically just give a run-through of all of our weekly content. We're going to start with meet the opponents, talking a little bit about the Panthers, hop into our three key factors of the game, answer some of your guys' questions from Fan Mail Friday, and then we will be making our picks in this week six matchup. So looking at the Panthers, they have uh, won three straight games heading into this season or heading into this week. Uh, They're they're riding on a three-game win streak where they've held their opponents to under 19 points per game, but they have scored 24.4 points per game, have allowed 23.6 points per game. The spread on this game is under 1.5 for the Panthers. The over-under for the game is 44.5. The Panthers on offense are led by Teddy Bridgewater. He's 130 for 177, pass for 1,460 yards, six touchdowns and three interceptions. Obviously, it seems like Christian McCaffrey won't be coming back this week, so the Bears will see a familiar face in Mike Davis who has excelled with Carolina. He's run the ball 46 times for 220 yards and a touchdown, and also has been quite the threat as a receiving back. Leading the way for Carolina's receiving, Robbie Anderson, the free agent pickup from the New York Jets. 36 receptions, 489 yards, and a score this year for him. You can't underestimate this Panthers offense. They've been on fire recently. Teddy Bridgewater's been playing very good. Uh, you know, taking a look at at their offense, a good offensive line with guys like Russell Okung, Matt Paredes, great tight end play from one of Jalen's favorite guys in the league, Ian Thomas. Uh, And then they've got a three headed monster at wide receiver with obviously Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel filling in there at the slot. So this is a very good offense. The Bears' defense is going to have their hands full uh, with this team. You know, taking a look at the Panthers' offensive stats, just broken down a little bit more, they've, put up 409.8 average yards of offense per game uh, 292 of that on the ground uh, on the uh, through the air 117.8 on the ground so Parth I want to pass it to you now what do you think about this Carolina offense?
1: Uh, they've been much better recently. I think they're on they're on a three game win streak, and then during this three game win streak, you know Mike Davis has been exceptional for them. He's like you said at 220 yards through three games, even with CMC out. Uh, Joe Brady and that offense, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Panthers, uh, he was on LSC last year, but they're doing a great job with using Mike Davis, something the Bears couldn't do last year with Mike Davis. You know Matt Nagy had some troubles using Matt Davis, and which eventually led us to cutting him by like week four, I'm pretty sure. So it's tough to see Mike Davis, you know, doing that well on a different team. Uh, Uh, He's definitely going to look to get his revenge against us this week. And then uh, Teddy Bridgewater is surprisingly playing really well to start off the season. I was someone who wasn't as high on Teddy, uh, especially with not being on that Saints team. But he's doing pretty well to start the season. And then guys like Robbie Anderson are having a great year. Uh, He got out of that Jets team and uh, he's excelling so far on the Panthers.
0: Yeah, Mike Davis has been very successful for the Carolina Panthers so far. Only 11 rushes for 25 yards during his time in Chicago with 2.3 yards per carry and 7 receptions. He's going to look to get his revenge this weekend. The Bears did cut him, had high hopes for him. It didn't exactly work out, but this Panthers offense is going to keep you on their toes. They have options all over the field. The defense is going to have their hands full, and that's why it's going to be so important that the Bears' offense scores points, keeps the defense off the field as much as possible. While this is the toughest task uh, that the Panthers offense is facing defensively with the bears. They still have a 54.3% chance to win this one per ESPN's matchup predictor. They obviously are favored in this one and that might be a little bit disrespectful, but this Panthers offense definitely has some star power on it. So Jalen, I want to pass it to you. Now the bears recognize Mike Davis. They know what he brings to the table. He's been able to excel in this Panthers offense. I want to know what do you think about them as a unit?
2: Uh, like I said uh, in the a, in a past couple of videos, you know, this is a, a very underrated offense. An offense that can put a lot of points on the board if you give them a chance to. Teddy Bridgewater isn't going to stretch the field, uh, but he's doing what he has to do to win games. He has like a 73... 73- uh, completion percentage, which is very good. And, and, you know, he's not dinking, dunking the ball. I think uh, he averages nine yards per throw. So um, he's doing a great job with them. You know, he ha- doesn't have the best the best stats, but they're winning games. Uh, he's leading them th- down the field to be in positions to win the game. He has a lot of uh, options as well. You know, he has Mike Davis, who's replacing uh, Christian McCaffrey very well. And Thomas, who's who I'm a big fan of, uh, Robbie Anderson, who's showing that he's just more, he's more than a deep threat. Uh, he's showing he can be a complete receiver with the Panthers. You know they have DJ Moore, who they drafted in the first round a couple years back as well as Curtis Haney, who's a, a do it all type of player. So definitely feel like this offense is very underrated. You know as the season goes on with, with Joe Brady and Matt Rule, who, who's doing a very good job with this offense. Uh, they they can be a scary team down the road definitely.
0: 100% this Panthers team is riding in on a three-game win streak they beat the Chargers and Tyra Taylor's last start also beat Arizona and Kyler Murray and then Atlanta last week they are holding their opponents in the last three games to an average of 19 points but this Panthers defense has still struggled they've allowed 362.4 yards per game 229 through the air 133.4 on the ground. It's promising for David Montgomery and the Bears' run offense because they should be able to get it going this week. Uh, you know they they struggled against the Falcons last week, stopping Todd Gurley. But just taking a look, uh, we're recording this one a couple days early uh, as I, I have a busy weekend, uh, so we don't have the exact injury report yet. But the Panthers are looking like they're going to be hobbled at least on defense uh, on Wednesday. Brian Burns, Etir Gross, Matos, and obviously. Kawan Short didn't practice. Short's headed to IR with a shoulder injury. Gross Matos is dealing with an ankle, and Brian Burns is concussed, so the Bears could really have an opportunity to put their foot on the gas offensively this weekend and win this one. But taking a look at how the Panthers look normally, obviously, when healthy, uh, they've got some solid pieces on defense. Obviously, in the secondary, Dante Jackson, Rasul Douglas, a little bit suspect, but... That front seven is still pretty good. Shaq Thompson, Tahir Whitehead, two good veterans. Uh, Carolina's captains are going to be leading the way. It's here, gross Matos and Brian Burns. Don't know if we'll see them. Quan short, obviously out. So the Panthers are going to be down a lot in that front seven, but you also got to look at, uh, I believe the rookie in Derek Brown, who has played pretty well thus far. So Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you. Now this Panthers defense is a little suspect, but they've done a good job holding their opponents to, uh, to low points throughout the last couple of games that they've won. So what do you think about this Carolina defense?
1: I think we have to do what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, uh, Oakland, uh, Oakland Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders did basically against the Bucks uh, against the Panthers, which was run the ball. Uh, those this Panthers defense has struggled against the rush. Uh, they've allowed 133 yards per game. If we keep feeding David Montgomery, I think it would be a successful day for us. That defense has struggled with the run game, but however, they have been pretty good with the pass game. I mean, last week they basically shut down Matt Ryan and you know Calvin Ridley, uh, so that's something to look out for. For Nick Foles, and another interesting stat is they've only had five sacks throughout the five games, so a sack a game. So the Bears' offensive line should have a much better game, uh, hopefully at least.
0: Yeah, the Panthers come into this game the 21st-ranked team in the league against the run. The Bears have faced two really tough defenses recently with the Colts and the Buccaneers, but they should be able to get the run game going back in this one. Uh, in, in yesterday's episode, Bell Friday, we all had high hopes for David Montgomery, but it looks like this Panthers team could be very hobbled, and the Bears are going to have a very big opportunity to put up some points in this one. Jalen, what do you think about this Carolina Panthers defense?
2: Uh, This is a, a defense that, um, as it continues to grow, this defense is going to be very, uh, very talented. You know, they have a lot of guys that they just drafted this year or a couple years back. Dante Jackson is a, is a great slot receiver. He's basically their number one, but he mainly plays in the slot. Um, they have Rasul Douglas, who they claimed off of waivers from the Philadelphia Eagles, who's came in and been a very solid uh, number two option. Uh, Jeremy Chen out of SIU, he's played extremely well. He's playing all over the field, whether it's safety, nickel, left outside linebacker, he, he's Doing a very good job with them, and then Byron Burns, who's their pass rusher, who they drafted out of Florida State last year, uh, he's been very productive as well. So this is a young defense who's going to make mistakes, and uh, with a lot of veterans on on this offensive side of the ball, like Nick Foles, Allen Robinson, you know, uh, Jimmy Graham, that if if they do make a mistake, we have to capitalize off of it.
0: A hundred percent. Let's head into our three key matchups segment of the show. This is where we each give our biggest positional matchup, the one we think is most important in this game. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start off. I think it's got to be David Montgomery getting the run game going versus uh, a Carolina Panthers front seven that might be very hurt in this game. Obviously, we'll see how the injury report pans out today on Thursday. It's not out yet, and also tomorrow tomorrow. Uh, before we head into the weekend. But overall, this Panthers defense has struggled getting the run going. I say it in every episode, a good run game is the quarterback's best friend. If the Bears can get the run game going in this one, they're going to be able to help out Nick Foles and open up the passing game. Just last week, they allowed Todd Gurley to rush for 121 yards and a score. The Atlanta Falcons, on average, uh, or as a a unit, rushed for 166 yards with 6.6 yards per carry. So the Bears are going to definitely look to thrive in this one-in-the-run game. I think they have to take advantage of it. Pound the rock as much as possible if they want to succeed against Carolina. Uh, Don't make Nick Foles do a ton. I do think he's going to have a good day, but I think if you can minimize him throwing the ball and just minimize throwing the rock in general, uh, it leads to less mistakes. So this Bears' offensive line, especially the interior, is going to yet again have to try and step up and provide some good blocking for david montgomery it's going to be big in this game and i expect david montgomery hopefully to have his biggest game of the year here in week six so parth i'm going to pass it to you now you can repeat mine if you'd like to you can give something else if you'd like but what positional matchup do you think is the most important uh in this game that the bears have to take advantage of if they want to move to five and one
1: I'm gonna go with our cornerbacks versus their wide receivers. You know, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Uh, like DJ Moore has been really good for like the last couple years, especially coming out coming into the league. But Robbie Anderson's having a really good year. You know, we saw him in the Jets not having the best years, but now with Teddy Bridgewater, he's he's doing really well. I think he's almost at 400 yards through five games with a touchdown. And then DJ Moore had a really good game last week where he had that 170 yard catch. Uh, DJ Moore and uh, what's it called? Uh. Teddy Bridgewater haven't had that connection to start off like too hot just yet but I think DJ Moore is going to get better as the season goes on and uh, that's something to look out for uh, those two are really good wide receivers I uh, can't forget about Curtis Samuel Samuel he's a burner he can run through this defense real quick you know Buster screens going to have to watch out for that guy uh, and Kyle Fuller and Jalen Johnson have been great to start off the season but again they're they're facing another tough test this week
0: a tough task, but the Bears' secondary has answered the bell so far this season. Kyle Fuller and Jalen Johnson have allowed the lowest completion percentage in the NFL by cornerbacks, 41.2% for Fuller, 44.7% for Johnson. So that is promising. They are probably facing the best wide receiving core that they are going up against so far this season. Obviously, they've caught a couple breaks with no Chris Godwin, no Kenny Galladay, um, Sterling Shepard getting injured during the Giants game. Uh, so and also no Julio Jones against Atlanta. So it's going to be a tough task for this bears, a secondary, but if they can clamp down on those receivers, it's going to be very, very big, uh, in helping the outcome become a win. So Jalen, I want to pass it to you. Now you can repeat anything that Parth and I said, but which positional matchup do you think the bears need to take advantage of in this one? If they want to move to five and one.
2: Uh, so I'm going to go with the, our, our offense versus our defense. I kind of touched on this as we were talking about the uh, Carolina Panthers defense. But like I said, they're, they're a young defense. They're going to make mistakes Um, as they as they get used to the NFL, get used to the speed of the NFL. So if they do, you know, if, if somebody doesn't play their coverage or it gets a blown coverage, then Nick Foles has to throw it to the receiver and we have to capitalize off of it. We have to – it was a lot of mistakes that we had um, against the Buccaneers who was was more. Um, established defense. They had a lot of guys who's been in the NFL for a long time and played very well in the NFL for a long time, but we didn't capitalize off of it. So we have to do it this game. Like I said before, this is a young defense, uh, a lot of young guys in the secondary. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's, that's my matchup.
0: All right. So now we're going to head into our Fan Mail Friday segment of the show. This is where we answer some of your guys' questions before this game starts off. So this first question comes from TVT underscore MN. He asks, Will Riola use his own strategy when coaching, or will he use Castillo's? Will we see a difference between coaches, possibly see an improvement? So if you guys don't know what's going on, Juan Castillo, the offensive line coach, is not currently with the team. He's not going to coach Sunday versus Carolina. Uh, He had someone close to him test positive for coronavirus. He personally did not test positive, but you never know. There are false tests that go on throughout the league. Uh, so Donovan Riola is now in charge of coaching the linemen in person at practice as well as at the game on Sunday in Carolina, but I'm not too worried about it personally. You know, Castillo will be ringing into his ear. Uh, honestly, I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried about it too much at all. I, I do think the bears o line will bounce back in this one and hopefully get the run game going, but I don't see any drop off, uh, with, uh, you know, a, a coach, I guess, further down the totem pole coaching in this one, but Parth, I'm pretty sure this is a pretty simple answer to give. You don't even really need to explain much. But do you think there will be a drop-off in the offensive line uh, or even uh, uh, an upgrade in the offensive line play from uh, Juan Castillo not being there?
1: I don't think Juan Castillo not being there is going to affect the offensive line at all. I'm going to be honest there. But uh, losing James Daniels is definitely going to create a drop-off. You know, Alex Bars came in last week, and he had, like on his first play, he basically gave up a sack, and then he was pretty decent going forward. But I still think there's going to be a drop-off from losing Daniels. Yeah, I think James Daniels has been one of our best offensive linemen this whole entire year. So losing Daniels definitely hurts this offensive line, and we already know how weak this offensive line can be at times. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this offensive line can be without James Daniels in there.
0: I mean, I think we can say uh, that the Bears' offensive line has improved not a ton by any means, but they have been better against defenses that aren't as great, which is promising at least because even last year against tough defenses, it was hard to run the ball. But I'm not even going to ask you that question, Jalen, because it's not incredibly important. But we're going to go over to my Instagram poll now and find a question I believe this one was asked by um, that.bears.fan. He said, do you guys expect Allen Robinson to get franchise tagged by the Bears? This obviously isn't a question that has anything to do with Sunday's game, but time keeps ticking. The Bears haven't extended Robinson yet. I I, I probably think he'll end up with a franchise tag as much as I don't want to say that. I would love an extension to get done. Maybe a transition tag so the sides have a little bit longer to work on a deal, but it seems like that's the way it's heading every day that passes by and a deal isn't done. So I'm going to go ahead and say yes to that one. I think the franchise tag probably does get applied, but uh, it might be the transition tag as well where he gets the franchise tag money if a Deal isn't worked out by a, an extended date sometime in July, but I do think that's the way this one heads up, uh, ends up turning. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it down to you now. Uh, do you think Allen Robinson will end up getting uh, the franchise tag slapped on him?
2: Oh, uh, like you said before, I hope it doesn't get to that point. But I think the main reason we wait so long to, to extend Allen Robinson is because we wanted to see how Mitchell would perform if Mitchell played. Uh, started the whole season, which he probably won't um, now that Nick Foles is our starter, that we were probably going to have to work out something with him so he can continue to be the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. But now we, now that we know that's not going to happen, um, I, I thought the contract would be uh, figured out. But who knows? It's, it's Pace. I'm pretty sure we're going to get something figured out with Allen Robinson. Uh, Pace usually resigns his guys or... Uh, Make sure that our best player stays on the team. He did it with Kyle Fuller. You know, we were talking about him getting extended, and he put a transition tag on him. So uh, whatever it is, if it is a transition tag or a franchise tag, uh, Allen Robinson is definitely going to be on the Chicago Bears in 2021.
0: Yeah, uh, I surely hope that that is the deal. We've got one more question here. Uh, This one comes... From Daryl Aman Khan, he asks, do you guys think it will be a breakout game for David Montgomery? I'm going to give you a pretty short answer. I think it will be. Uh, You take a look at the Panthers. They're allowing 133 rushing yards per game. They've struggled against basically every running back this season. I think if the Bears pound the rock in this game, we see the best game that we've seen yet from David Montgomery this season. And I hope he does get into the end zone for his second rushing touchdown this year. Parth, what do you think? Uh, Do we see a breakout game here from David Montgomery?
1: I'm going to say I'm going to go with yes. Uh, I'm hoping so. It's been a minute since the Bears have been able to run the ball successfully. You know, The last two games have been horrific by David Montgomery, and uh, I'm not going to put all of the blame on Montgomery. I think a lot of the blame goes on the offense line, the play calling, and even the defenses we played were amazing too. So hopefully he can pick it up against a pretty subpar defense.
0: Yeah, Jalen, we've seen uh, a little bit of a slower start for Montgomery here. He's still averaging 3.9 yards per carry, which is up from his 2019 numbers, but we would like that number to at least get above four. So it's going to be a big game this weekend for him, a big opportunity for him to excel. Do you see him having a breakout game?
2: I'm going to try to keep it short because you, you I'm going with yes. So uh, hopefully we can. We have to stick to the one game if we want to have, basically have, have his breakout game of the season. Nagy can't get away from it, but I'm going to say yes, hopefully.
0: All right, it is time to make our picks in Bears versus Panthers. This is what you guys have been waiting for. Uh, I'm not too sure who was closest last week. Zach and Jalen both did predict the Bears win. I thought they were going to lose in that one. So uh,
2: before before we continue, technically it was me because I said 20-17 and it ended up being 20-19, and I also predicted the uh, Carlos Santos field goal. Um, You know, we should (laughs) bet on anything I say. The Bears are going to the Super Bowl, bet on it.
0: Well, uh, you couldn't have had much more of a spot-on prediction than that. Obviously, it was a one-point game, but you predicted a three-point game with the Bears having the same amount of points that they had. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it right back down to you. Who is your pick in this Week 6 game?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with the Bears here, you know, shockingly. Uh, uh, I feel like just, you know, Matt Nagy is is – Mad with this offense, and you know, yes, we're four one, but this offense hasn't looked good at all. Only really game that we looked good was a good was against the Atlanta Falcons, but that was the worst defense in the NFL, and we we only looked good because they lost a bunch of corners and we scored thirty points. So, um, I know Matt Nagy is upset with this offense, and, and he described that the Bears aren't you know getting to the details, and that's what he wants. So, um, hopefully, this is a breakout game for this offense. I'm not. Going into this game with high hopes that we can break out, I just want to win. So uh, I'm gonna go with 24-17 Bears.
0: I've got a similar prediction to you with you. I'm gonna go with the Bears. I'm three and two on my picks this season. I chose them to win against the Colts. I chose them to lose against the Buccaneers. I'm gonna go with my gut here and pick the Bears. Jalen, by the way, has the best record uh, so far in our picks. He's four and one. Parth is three and one. Uh, obviously, he missed last week's pregame show. Uh, and Zach, I believe. It's 1-0, so good for him having an undefeated record. If he ever comes back, he's going to have to uphold that. But I'm going to go uh, – I think I'm going to go 24-17, to Bears. Um, I think it's going to be a close one down the stretch, but this is a tough defense for Teddy Bridgewater and co. to, to face. I have full trust in our defense. We saw it getting going last week. I think it, can, it continues to get better. We saw – for the first time this year, Khalil Mack didn't show up on the injury report. He's been full in practice all week. Robert Quinn's still recovering from an ankle injury. He's looking good. Uh, we, we've seen a lot of pieces on this Bears defense step up. You know, Maybe we could use a linebacker because I, I think the only uh, Achilles heel we have right now is Danny Trevathan. But I, I do think the offense will be able to get going in this game. I think the rushing game will get going. I think Nick Foles will have a pretty clean game. and I think the Bears come out on top in this one by a score. Uh, and move to 5-1. That would be the ideal prediction, is that they slow down Teddy Bridgewater. Nick Foles has his first, I guess you could call it, complete game. You know He's been a little bit rusty. uh, Short offseason, he was put in in the middle of the year, and obviously because of COVID, no preseason games. So I do think the offense gets it going in this game. Uh, I I think the defense does a pretty good job at slowing down Teddy Bridgewater, and I've got the Bears by a score in this one, 24-17. Parth, I'm passing it back to you. I'm pretty sure we're going to be uh, in unison in the decision here, but what is your score prediction for Bears versus Panthers?
1: I'm gonna go 27-20 with the Bears winning. I think this to be a really good game for the offense. You know, Matt Nagy's been emphasizing working on the details, getting the details right. So I feel like we've we, we were on a 10 days rest. You know, we haven't played for we played last Thursday. So I think the Bears are. Going to gonna be more detailed on offense this week. I think we're going to be able to pound the rock. I think Nick Foles, like you said, is going to have a clean game. He's been pretty great so far to start off the season with the Bears. I think this is going to be his best game so far with the Bears. Uh, and uh, the Bears going to pull it out at the end of the game like we always do.
0: Yeah, might be another thriller based on all of our score predictions, but the time to talk is over. Week 6 is here. The Bears could continue to push for the playoffs and have a very good chance of making it if they can pull this one out. I would like to say our postgame show will go live right after the game, so be sure to look for that after Bears versus Panthers win or lose. We will always post a postgame show. And then we've got to get into our Week 7 coverage with the Los Angeles Rams. This season is flying, but we're going to be here for throughout all of it. So do us a favor, whatever platform you're listening on, subscribe if you want Bears content every day of the week. We are working very hard for you guys, trying to bring you all the best content on the Internet. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, BeardDown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs up there basically every day getting you guys ready for Bears and Panthers. Uh, If you take a look at our website on Sunday, we're actually going to put up our betting picks for Bears versus Panthers. So if any of you are old enough to legally gamble, we do have an article going out that one of our uh, columnists writes uh, about the best picks in those games, and he's done a pretty good job so far. So if you want to win some money, be sure to look out for that. We have a really, really good giveaway coming soon on our uh, social media pages on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on both at Beardown. We're giving away something very cool. The winner will be announced on Halloween. We haven't announced the giveaway yet, but be sure to follow our socials to be included in that because it is free to enter. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media fan pages on Instagram down in the description. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, another week of coverage wrapped up. The, the Time seems to be flying when football season is going on. The Bears have a very good chance to move to 5-1 and one in this one. Any last words?
1: Who would have thought that we would have been saying the Bears have a chance to move on to five and one? Uh, it feels surreal. I feel. I hope we can do it. Uh, you know, this Bears Bears team has been surprising a lot of people, and hopefully they can keep surprising us, the fans, and all the doubters that doubted us to win even like three or four games at the end, start of the season.
2: Yeah, exactly what Par said. You know, of course I want I want to I want to be five and zero right now, but. I, I I'm glad that we got to be humbled by the Colts defense, but uh, I need people to stop underrating us. I think the Bears like when they're underrated. Like we're four and one, and the Panthers are three and two, and, when, and we're the underdogs. Bit, but that's totally fine when we were the underdogs all 2018, and we went 12 and four. So, um, let's go to Carolina and get a W. bear now.
0: Let's go get another win. Let's just stack them up. The Bears, uh, as the season moves on, the the schedule does get tougher. But I think this Bears team has their sights on the playoffs with the expanded playing field due to the new CBA. And hopefully they can pull this one out this weekend because it would be very, very big uh, in terms to their chances for making the playoffs, especially playing another NFC opponent that's also looking to make the playoffs in the Panthers. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe. And Bear Down. We'll be back with the week six pregame show following Bears versus Panthers. So be sure to look out for that one, and we'll see you there. Peace.